Well, greetings. Here is our podcast this week. Uh, let's see. That's going to be for March 20th, Wednesday, March 20th. We are finally back. Woo! After spring break and uh, all that kind of good stuff. Yippee, right? I can hear your enthusiasm. All right. All right. Here's what uh, I just want to go through a few things now. Right before this, we finished up our time looking at the Gospels, about those four Gospels and the ways in which they told the story of who Jesus was and and what Jesus was calling people towards. So I'm going to review that really quickly. So remember, we start off with, this is not a surprise, but we started off talking about the birth story of Jesus and how um, we find sort of this amazing moment where God becomes literally one with us, right? Incarnation, God becomes a baby, shows up right in the middle of our lives. After that, we talked about Jesus being baptized. Um, And then immediately, if you remember what happens right after baptism, Jesus also gets tempted out in the wilderness. So that'll sound familiar because about, uh, let's see, uh, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, uh, we had that reading actually in in uh, in our church service. So, so we have Jesus born, baptized, tempted. After that, we talked about some of Jesus' teachings. I remember Jesus' focus is really heavily on the kingdom of God. This, uh, what does God see as the reality that God wants for us, right? So how does God want the world to change? We talked a little bit about miracles, uh, miracles like um, healing, exorcism, bringing people back to life things like that. Uh, Hard sayings, the hard stuff of, you know, turning the other cheek, um, giving all that we own away, uh, all of those different kinds of things that Jesus calls us to that are show up in that, in that idea of who, uh, who Jesus is and and what this kingdom is all about that he wants. And then we jumped into Holy Week. So we talked about, uh, the Palm Sunday thing. We talked about, uh, that Maundy Thursday about Jesus giving them that new commandment, um, to love one another as I have have loved you and how that's supposed to guide all of his disciples. Good Friday. Remember we took a walk around the around the church and and kind of acted out that story and tried to sort of live into that story of Jesus and his crucifixion on on Friday. And then we talked about the resurrection, uh, about the 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 women who were the first to to bear witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And then our last time was talking about the great commission and um when that is when if you remember, that is when uh, Jesus uh, says, uh, I am with you always to the end of the age, and here is what you are supposed to do. Go out, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now, this is the part where we are essentially moving into the rest of the New Testament. And, and as part of that, it's trying to figure out, so, Jesus isn't going to be around the whole time. And so um, what are the disciples going to do? And we kind of got a little bit of that with the Great Commission. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to read for you um, the beginning of Acts. And it's usually called the Acts of the Apostles. Um, And I'll talk a little bit more about why we might want to think a little bit differently about the way that that term is used. But the Acts of the Apostles. So remember, we now have all these disciples who have been following Jesus, and they are now apostles. Remember, disciples are followers, learners, students, and apostles are those who are sent out, right? They are going out to share the good news. So here we go, Acts 1. And it starts off with an address to this person, Theophilus. I may have mentioned this before, but just really quickly, Theophilus is the same. So uh, Acts of the Apostles is the same person who wrote Luke. And uh, he addresses both to Theophilus, which is lover of God. 
So it could be that's a real person. It could just be that's us, right, who are people who love God. So here we go. In the first book, Theophilus, and that's Luke, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day when he was taken up to heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over the course of 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, the disciples asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? And he replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And when he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them, and they said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up towards heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven." Now, we have this incredible moment, uh, a couple of details. So we have the ascension of Jesus. Traditionally, by the way, we celebrate that about 40 days after Easter, um, which is about the right time for this. Um, and so uh, uh, you have, though, this last final commission that Jesus gives. Something is coming. You're going to receive power. The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. And uh, from there, you are going to be my witnesses. You are going to share, uh, if you think about what witnesses do, like in a, uh, in a courtroom trial kind of thing, right? They, they tell, they give testimony, uh, or they tell the things that they have seen to others. And they're going to do that in Jerusalem, so where they are right then, in all Judea, that's pretty much the whole country, and then Samaria, which is actually more of the country, it's kind of reaching up a little bit farther, but this is uh, foreign lands, and then Jesus says, and to the ends of the earth. And essentially what we hear about in the rest of the book of Acts and frankly in all of the New Testament is how this story has begun to move and grow and begun all, and, and moved all throughout the, the world from here. And so we hear it sort of beginning there is how, uh, how you are going to be witnesses. But it's all going to start with the Holy Spirit coming upon you. And guess what? That's going to be the thing that we talk about this week, is what does it mean when the Holy Spirit comes upon them? And frankly, uh, for those of us who go to church a lot, sometimes the Holy Spirit can seem kind of vague and complicated. We t for those who were in class last year, we talked a little bit about the Holy Spirit then, but we'll spend a little bit more talking about that now and reading this really important story of how they are... Um, uh, blessed with this uh, Holy Spirit that really guides them forward. And if you stop and think, think about the disciples from this point, right? So in the last uh, month and a half, they've watched the person that they've follow, followed uh, be welcomed joyfully into Jerusalem, that's Palm Sunday, uh, murdered, uh, murdered and crucified, uh, arrested first and then murdered and crucified. They have seen him rise from the dead. Not something that happens every other day, right? They have been with him for a number of days, and then, and then they're standing there, and all of a sudden he just rises up and goes into heaven. And you have to imagine, I mean, think about that for a minute. How would you feel? This is kind of the question for the day, right? How would you feel right then if the last thing you heard Jesus say is, 
You're going to receive power from the Holy Spirit. You're going to be my witnesses, Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria to the ends of the earth. It would be like saying, you're going to be my witnesses in uh, Garden Ridge, in, um, in San Antonio, in Texas, and to the ends of the earth, right? It's huge. Like we're, whoa, okay. Um, and all of a sudden, in that moment, you, you may want him to elaborate a little bit on that point, and he rises up out of sight. Um, so where, how would you feel right then? How would you feel as one of those uh, apostles looking up at Jesus out in up in the clouds, disappearing, and thinking, "Wait a minute, what are we supposed to do now?" All right, that's your that's your story. That's the thing I want you to think a little bit about before we get together on Wednesday. Blessings to you. I will see you then. Bye.